So, here is uh, another appointment of 50 minutes of experience, and today I'm with Jamie Swick. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, thanks for having me. So, it's really nice to have you. Um, as you know, I would like, if you can introduce a bit of yourself, then we can talk a bit about what you do. Sure. Um, my name is Jamie Swick. I'm a Polaroid photographer since I was a kid. So I kind of think of myself as a film photographer as a whole, but Polaroid is what I focus on for the most part. And that is kind of my deepest love. Um, I'm located in the Pacific Northwest in the United States. And most of my work really centers around this landscape here. Yeah, I have seen your work uh, between your Instagram and your website. And uh, uh, what, what really fascinated me is the hoarder you have in your profile. It's a kind of uh, 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 a limited scroll of uh, images and visual uh, concept. And uh, uh, I like that uh, it's everything in order. It's really interesting that. And, uh, uh, <laughs> And uh, what, what also uh, captured my attention is uh, the color of your Polaroid. Because uh, in a way, it uh, seems like you use always the same kind of uh, film. Uh, so like with same uh, um, color tonalities uh, or light. And um, mm. this is something uh, uh, I'm not used to see in the Polaroid uh, photographer. Because most of the time there is a lot of experimentation, a lot of different color, a lot of different uh, tonalities and shades. And um, what I want to ask you today, it's first of all, uh, how uh, do you consider photography part of your life? In which way, what, what you are able to say with photography and what you want to say? Oh, I think that's a great question. I love that question. <laughs> oh, photography is so, it's such an integral part of my life. It, it feels to me like an extension of my body, like of everything that I do. Um, I think of photography as sort of a tool to measure one's life, I suppose. Um, especially with Polaroid, I think the thing that draws me is that, you know, you get this little piece of evidence that you're alive <laughs> and yeah. that is really magical. It's wonderful to have this medium where you can collect memories over and over again. And it feels to me really important to be able to look back on one's life and have that evidence. Um, I went through a really unique experience when I was a child, I almost died. And after that, I really knew how important it was that life felt like I was really living it. And it's been very interesting over the years. That was a long time ago, but um, it's been interesting as an adult to realize that I think one of the things that draws me so much to using photography is to remind myself that I survived that and I made it through and I'm still here. 
and the fact that I can share that with other people and that they're interested in seeing what this one little minuscule life on earth looks like is incredibly rewarding and makes me feel really, really lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's a, the life is uh, really precious, we can say. It's, uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in, 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 any, in any form of life, uh, it's really something precious, I think. And uh, even if it's uh, totally mysterious, our, uh, our uh, identity, you know, our um, being alive <clears throat> is totally mysterious. Uh, it's uh, for sure something uh, uh, give us an opportunity or I want to believe that an opportunity to uh, doing something, to be something. So, yes, absolutely. Uh -uh. It makes me feel alive to be a photographer because yeah. I'm always paying attention. You know, you're always looking around like what's over that horizon or what's around this corner. And it gives you that curiosity and that thirst to keep going when life is otherwise intimidating and overwhelming sometimes you know and yeah. this gives you this um i guess extra push to remain yeah so um look i want to ask you about uh, a project you have in uh, your website is named nokori uh, because mm. first of all I'm, i'm interested about the word because in japanese nokori means uh, video game oh Yeah. A friend of mine told me it meant the remaining. Yeah. Is it the name of a game or is it a type of game? It's, it's just the, the translation of video game. Huh. Well, I, that's funny because I, I would imagine it would be like a simulation. Um, a friend of mine told me it meant the remaining. And I thought that was such a beautiful word for the remaining. And it's a mistranslation on my part, if that's the case, which is also kind of funny. Um, But the remaining to me is sort of like, a, I have all these projects going in my head and they are slowly coming together because it takes so much time to put together these stories with Polaroid that I think are cohesive without just being like, I live by the ocean. And I think that can be a little boring just to have this one. And um, the, The liminal grouping that I have on my website in particular is really to embrace that idea of something being on the edge and passing through. <laughs> and um, the Nokori name with the remaining, when I was talking to a friend about it, seemed like such a beautiful way of looking at what remains for me to actually name and put together and give a home to. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, uh, I've. It's for sure this, this uh, uh, as a two translation, at, at, uh, I was checking now that uh, it's a video game and at the same time it's a remanence, so remain. And, uh, mm. and I'm really curious, why you use the uh, uh, Japanese word to uh, title your project? I thought it was just beautiful. I have, I have like a very deep intrigue with translation and foreign language. Um, and the remaining seems something, I don't know. In English, it sounds kind of morbid, I think. 
I think people like hear remain and they imagine like human remains, like a corpse. <laughs> and that's not what I wanted anybody to think that the title was. And uh, I thought, well, this is such a beautiful word. And it kept moving around in my head over and over again. But why not? The remains yeah, yeah, means things. Yeah. It was, just, it was just a curiosity. It's, uh, it's for sure. Uh, I, I used it uh, years ago. I, I used the name Japanese to when I was producing music. Uh, mm. A bit because I didn't want to, to use my name and, and uh, also because I was doing something else. And another uh, yeah. way also because for me it was funny to, to visualize in a way someone was not existing. I used the picture of uh, mm. someone is dead uh, in the Hiroshima explosion of atomic bomb. Oh. And, uh, and I used the face of this person for years to, uh, to, to produce music you know mm. and, uh, and uh, so people uh, uh, was expecting to talk with someone from Japan with this face you know with this oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but this person was not existing this is the point yeah. <laughs> not, not anymore we can say and yeah. uh, uh, I like that yeah, uh, so to, to, to talk about Nokori um, yeah uh, for sure there is this feeling of uh, uh, something that remain uh, but also i want to say uh, there is a kind of uh, also of uh, fog uh, of dreaming fog uh, as this uh, polaroid gives to us uh, we can say often and uh, it's also a way some picture um connect me to the uh, the way of thinking of uh, um, you know time lapse in your mind so just lapse lapsus in your mind so just frame so fast in a dream and uh, there is one in particular capture me in this way something uh, like you are really uh, watching uh, true and uh, it's uh, really particular the, the silence you can you can find this oh. selection of, of picture and also the the not not only the beauty because the beauty i think is, is there and um but the um, the question uh jump out from some of the pictures uh so then i started to to first ask to myself if it's the same place second then i started to think okay um what what uh, what uh, was your uh, interior feeling when you was composed that i mean sometimes the project are just a collection we we do it we edit uh, after taking pictures mm -hmm. and so then uh, what what we do it most of the time is uh, just to collect a kind of emotion an intensive emotion in one row and this intensive emotion you have in this picture, I ask to myself, okay, what you was living that moment? Oh yeah, is there a particular photo you're intrigued by, or the collection as a whole? Uh, the, no, the, the entire collection. I think that there is there are some pictures they came after some others for sure, mm -hmm. but uh, there are uh, if I have to make an editing. Of, of the work, I will say there are five, six, seven of them. They are 
totally on the same level of uh, intensity. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the feeling behind, I would say most of them, I can't say all of them, and I'm not looking at them right now either, so I'm trying to remember all the ones that are in that collection, but um, the feeling is that I'm, I'm searching for, for silence and peacefulness, I think mostly from myself <laughs> and the way that the world feels incredibly loud. And there's this, there is generally a, a true sense of solitude when I am in places and photographing them. And my desire really is to translate what is a, um, the sound of the earth and water and wind in conjunction with the emptiness and the softness of a lot of the landscapes that I find myself photographing. And um, I think that silence is a feeling for me. And that usually is what I'm trying to not only seek out, but sort of just accidentally come across. <laughs> like if I see a place that I think, hmm, this would be really good if I return to it at a specific time or on a specific kind of day when there might not be as many people around, um, or if it's something that I just drive past frequently enough that I know nobody bothers to look at it. I want that intimacy of what it feels like um, in that moment, audibly and visually to come together. And that's really like, I think the idea too of like the remaining is that there's always something kind of to fill in. And yeah. I think silence offers a lot of room for that. This, this is for sure your topic, I think. It's, it's totally, totally in every picture, in every project. <laughs> if I scroll, if yeah. I scroll the entire website, um, there are, this concept is, is constantly there. Uh, it's, there is a constantly concept of uh, uh, feeling and uh, thinking through the window, in a way. If we, we have to use a metaphor, looking through the window and reflecting yourself. Uh, mm. And this is, uh, yeah, and the nature is, uh, is always a kind of place, a safe place, we can say, or a place to explore yourself or to challenge yourself. And uh, it, this is really constantly. I, I really like the, the, the title of the, uh, this other uh, collection, uh, The Home I Don't Live In. I think it's, um, really, it's a really intense title uh, and say a lot about. And uh, even the collection of, of the picture are, are really interesting. Uh, some of them are really uh, really strong and, uh, and I think in a way uh, they reflect a lot the um, yourself I think uh, yeah it's 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 a really uh, nice to watch your picture in a way I have this feeling that it's not something I I usually have uh, it's a really rare feeling uh, uh, to to watch with the eyes of someone else so it's a, it's for me it's a, it's a nice um, feeling what I have because I can see in a way with your eyes and this is not a really common as a feeling uh, even if I watch a lot of photography it's not like this <laughs> most of the time and uh, oh, that's so nice of you to say that's such a compliment that's 
that means so much to me. <laughs> and they have this, uh, uh, I don't know, in a way, attach. It's uh, like, um, seems like to don't watch pictures. Seems like to watch through a window. Uh, really, as I said before, really through a window. It's like, in a way, it's really close to the, the feeling I have when I watch the movies in general. Oh, well, I have to yeah. say. The, I didn't realize it until someone said it to me years ago, but a friend of mine who's actually in one of those photographs said to me, your photos feel very cinematic. And I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea that there was anything there. And then I began to really study them and I, I had to allow myself to really embrace what that meant. And to have this sort of searching desire to always keep looking around. And that collection, The Home I Don't Live In is one of my absolute favorites. It's, I think the body of work that makes me feel the most emotional. And, and like something could have a story to it. And it took a long time to collect all of those photographs. So yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. not really easy to work on, on a photography project. So, uh, I will challenge everyone to doing that. And uh, people usually think about, yeah, it's easy to, to make project uh, because you just need doing some picture boo 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 and then <laughs> everything is okay but yeah it's, uh, there's a big big difference between uh, putting images are uh, on the same uh, style uh, and putting images are on the same intensity of empathy is totally another level of, of work and uh, what i, I want to ask you um there is something uh, uh, come up to your mind a moment uh, that you probably didn't shoot any picture and that remained there in your mind. Oh, all, all the time, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, constantly. It, it, it's like, um, I, I can tell you like so many roadsides that I've desired to pull off on and so many places where I've been like, I gotta turn around and all over the world. And it's such like a, a haunting feeling, but it's also really motivating because I'm like, well, if there's something just as worthy over there, there's going to be another one somewhere else. And I guess it's kind of romantic to think about it that way, because then you're always going to like hope for the best um, and just try to remain open to what's ahead of you, um, like literally ahead of you in any direction that you go. And um, there's so many places I wish that I could photograph that I have not. And I suppose it's okay, but um, maybe yeah, one day I mean, I'll I mean in that way, yeah, <laughs> for sure we have to relate that, that we cannot uh, travel every place, even if, right. world, even if the world will be more small, I think it's, it will be impossible because you cannot be in the same place, uh, in, in two places in the same time, no? And uh, this is what I think always. And I think always there are a lot of words inside of a little uh, house, for example, in, in a building, there are words and words and words, <laughs> and we cannot explore all of that. 
Oh, absolutely. Yes. I love, I love hearing someone else say that. I, it's, it's such a beautiful way to look at life because photographs are everywhere. You know, it's like, it's just a matter of paying attention and, and observing. And that's one of the greatest gifts we have as being, being photographers and being able to see is, is remarkable. I mean, we're so fortunate to be able to look at things. And if we just turn around and pay attention, I think you yeah. are able to see that there's that minuscule world right in front of you, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. It, it, uh, in the podcast before this, uh, I was talking with this author about uh, uh, the importance to uh, had in this world, or to give to this world uh, some uh, uh, images <clears throat> that can uh, uh, show us that uh, something else we never saw or we didn't never realize uh, exists and then uh, uh, in a way creating uh, the true. And uh, I'm really curious, this is probably the last question I ask you, it's, uh, it's uh, what do you think, what kind of true you create uh, uh, through your pictures? What, what kind of um, images you are uh, donating to this world and uh, uh, in a way, um what do you see through this picture not i mean not only the place where it, that you visit but also i i think totally something else mm. that's a beautiful question um i mean my hope is that if <laughs> my hope really is that if people are looking at my my work that it makes them want to slow down And that that is something I think, like the, the world moves so quickly, it's so, so rapid. And my hope is that because of that silence and because of that quietness that I'm capturing, that people are thinking to themselves, there's value in that. And it's good for our souls, not to use soul as like a cheap word. It can, it can be like, you know, kind of... Um, joked about but it's really something i think we all need is we need to attach ourselves to nature and to envelop ourselves in nature and um my hope is that that my work inspires people to go outside and to seek for something that is you know beautiful yeah. and remarkable in the earth because there's only one of us and there's only one earth and we owe it to ourselves to remind ourselves that we're from it you know Yeah. We, we need it as much as it needs us to do the right things for it. And, um, and I hope that my work can be a steward for that sort of action in people. Um, and that in turn, they feel as wonderful as I do when I go outside. It's my whole life is being outdoors. It's what I value <laughs> the most. And, um, And I'm fortunate to live in a place where that's possible. But even I think going to a park in a city can do that for people. And, um, and I hope that that's what my work does more than anything else is that it makes and people. That's work, that's work good uh, for me because I'm a, an insider. So, I mean, I love to stay outdoors, but uh, for me, the inside in, in every sense, uh, uh, even in this case for the podcast, for example, to explore inside of what, uh, there is of people of what they do it it's, mm. it's really i'm really addicted i, I have to say <laughs> so yeah. you know, in a way the uh, what is out uh, yeah i love for sure but uh, 
if I could spend, uh, for example, uh, hours and hours and discovering new inside of uh, other people, mm-hmm. I would continue to do it because it's, it's, uh, it's uh, for sure what you find out outdoors. Uh, sometimes for me, it's, uh, there is this feeling that I even especially in the in the travel that i cannot really go inside then when i am outside mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. you know the time there is a time limit i mean when i was traveling uh, i came here in berlin <laughs> for uh, three days uh, and i actually are seven years i'm here and wow. I, i said i just want to stay another week i want i want to explore a bit more yeah. you know <laughs> so it's it's yeah. it's like uh, it's like this and it's for me it's totally difficult and sometimes i travel with my mind to think about okay i will love uh, and now for example i was really fascinated to to visit hiroshima uh, for mm-hmm. many reasons not only for the atomic bomb uh, but uh, even for the what uh, how the life uh, went on now yeah. in the place and to see what uh, is a remarkable from something happened before and after. Mm-hmm. The emotional element of it is what's yeah. so intriguing about it. The human, it's the humanness of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was really nice to, to meet you and talk with you about your project, your uh, emotion, your uh, uh, feeling and uh, your truth. And uh, if anyone wants to see the work of Jamie, a link in the description, if you want to comment this podcast you can use the uh, link in description the last link in description and send a voice message that uh, we will add to this podcast and uh, yeah also jamie can hear that and probably hands very in a way thank you a lot jamie for your time and uh, for this nice travel (laughs) (laughs) thanks for inviting me thanks for listening to our podcast learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project 